Back to another exciting episode of Banging and Clanging Sports. We have the one and only Crossbones with the largest arms in the world. And I am Blake Beretta, which I recently learned that marsupials are ind- indigenous to Australia. Did you know that, Crossbones? That I, marsupials. Did, I did not know that. That is some, that is some quality fact dropping. That's right. You're getting education right here on the Banging and Clanging spo- uh, Sportscast right here. I just now learned this. <laughs> All right. Which, uh, who are some of our Australian competitors? Ah, uh, well, on NXT or uh, just on Raw and SmackDown? Uh, Raw SmackDown and NXT. We got uh, oh, Dakota Kai. I think she's New Zealand. Close. Very close. Yeah, close. Very close. I, uh, yeah, you, yeah, I come through. Yeah, close. Yeah. We got Buddy Murphy from Australia and the Iconics. The Iconics. So they are our Australian, uh, Australian competitors in WWE. That is right. I feel like there's a few more, but those are the ones off the top of my head. I wonder if they have ever seen a kangaroo. Like, you ever think that they're just driving down the street like we have deer here, and they just see a kangaroo just cross the street? I know. That would be, be kind of funny. It's like, like, for them, that's natural. But for us, like, that's a kangaroo going down the street. For us, this deer. Yeah. Like, much- I feel like if you get run, your car is going through a deer, I feel like the deer could just jump. And just, I mean, not the deer. The kangaroo could just jump and drop kick the windshield. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how fast they are. That's the one thing, because I never see them moving. I just see them standing still. So I don't know how fast. Uh, I saw on Looney Tunes when I was growing up that you do. Know, they were pretty fast. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> right there. <laughs> I would have to take your word for, for their speed. I, I'm going to have to. You can vouch for how fast they are. All right. But we are, we are round two of the WWE draft. Crikey. It's already round two. It is all done. It's all done. Um, after a, a blistering, just earth-shattering SmackDown, we popped over to Raw uh, to see what was going on with that. You know, it's we've had um, a little bit over a year since the last draft. That's right. And it does seem like it's been longer, but it was time for a fresh start for a lot of these uh, WWE superstars. That's right. Every time I think draft, it feels like that long ago. I just remember John Cena being drafted a raw. That's how long ago it's in my head. <laughs> I wouldn't have mind John Cena being drafted this time around. <laughs> just to say, just throw it out there that he could be drafted. It's like, you know, my first pick, John Cena. If he decides to come back, he's on raw now. <laughs> I know. Like, Cena does whatever he wants. Technically, I don't think he's on the contract. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's escaped. <laughs> he's escaped then. He's free. He's escaped for the time being. I uh, I think he's on a per performance uh, type deal. Like, uh, well, I guess what do they call it? They call it a legends contract. Ah, uh, he got the legends contract where you have your you have your your negotiated rate, um, and if they need you, they can you can come in with that that rate already negotiated for, uh, for X amount of events for every amount that you're back to work. Uh, that's like that's like the perfect thing. It's like, what are you doing today, Cena? Nothing. You want to come play golf with us? Sure, <laughs> like that. He's about to get to work on uh, Peacemaker for uh, for James Gunn. That's right, Peacemaker, Suicide Squad, and there's a yeah. spinoff Peacemaker. Yeah, when HBO HBO Max is trying to do their own Disney Plus style TV shows. 
Yes, and he also has another movie going to be making a golf movie or something where he's playing golf. That's going to be like hopefully, it's, hopefully it's a Happy Gilmore reboot. I don't know. It's it's kind of funny because one of the guys in my gym is going to be seen as standing, and it's kind of funny because the guy is like six foot three and then seen as six foot. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes you can. Be, well, the camera makes it work. Robert Downey's not that tall. He just stands on apple crates when he's True. next to when he's next to. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. You know what I found out who wasn't that tall was uh, what's the guy who played Venom? Um, oh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. He's my height. <laughs> I'm not I'm saying tall. short guys. I'm just saying we're we're not uh, giants. <laughs> yeah, it's just you gotta. Like I said, it's all about the movie magic can make anything happen. Exactly. I was like, the guy was freaking Bane. <laughs> he was Bane. All right, so we go on to week to to the end of the week or the beginning of the week, which is Raw. And we start out with uh, Raw's first picks. That's right. And they take The Fiend. They did. They, they, they want those ratings. They're getting those ratings now. They got The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. And The Fiend, I was going to say, that character has been around almost approximately for one calendar year. Oh, yes. And he is, like, stealing the show. He's, like, he's doing the Brock Lesnar tree. He's a special attraction. Which is pretty cool because it, it does give you that air of uh, the air of mystical, magical stuff that WWE is very well known for, um, and you don't get that in any other any other entertainment or sport. So that that's good to have him there. And you know he's got some people that he hasn't feuded with. He's a he is a great wrestler, and he's got a he he's got some merchandise now. He's got the little fiend bottom mask thing going on over there, at WWE shop. I know he got the mask, the the original mask that he well not the original but a replica mask, a shirt. He got everything. You know, uh, Cody always told me it's like if they love you, they'll give you they'll give you merchandise. If they if they're not that high on you, they won't give you merchandise. Oh yeah, I think once the fiend showed, I remember when he first showed up. Even the NXT people watching backstage, and Joel's drive were like, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> uh, it was just amazing. Yeah. But I think that he was probably the the biggest mover of the night. Um, he had done pretty much everything he could do. I guess over SmackDown, he fought with Braun. He fought with Roman. So it, it, they, I don't think they were going to continue with the Roman feud because Jay's there now. So yeah. he he needed to he needed to go. Yeah, that's going to be a new opponent for you, Drew McIntyre, right there. Can he overcome the Fiend? Very soon, hopefully. Very soon. Maybe as soon as. Uh, as soon as he has this match with uh, with Randy, I think he might go right into a front program with the Fiend. Oh yeah, because Randy doesn't need the belt. I don't. I doubt he cares about winning the belt. <laughs> so I feel like Drew is like you know still needs the belt. So that'd be a perfect goal for a story with him. Yeah, yeah. All right. So as we start moving through the draft, um, we have some some people to get drafted off uh, off TV, like Buddy Murphy, for instance. Going, oh, to smack, yeah. going to SmackDown unbelievably. So now everybody's down there at SmackDown now. No technical difficulties here. Yeah. So we have every sure. – oh, there we go. So we're having – There we go. We're having everybody. Everybody on SmackDown who was on Raw is now on SmackDown. I know. I was like, Buddy Murphy, I thought he was going to go solo, but 
He's right back with Seth and Ray's a little little thing. Now, I what was that? I want to see. I want to see Seth and Buddy fight immediately to end this. They got to. Let's put them in hell in the cell. Let them, let them duke it out there and that'd be over. Yeah, we've seen enough of this to uh, to know what is going on and what's going to happen. You just need to go ahead and move on from it. Exactly. You know, they, those who want to go feud and go go in separate ways, end this Dominic storyline. We already know they're going to have a storyline with Buddy Murphy and Ray's uh, daughter, who's made, made, she, he's been sneaking into her DMs, look like. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's it's definitely a good story, and it creates some drama between the two. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting storyline. Just end the Seth and Dominic storyline, for the love of God. <laughs> and I was going to say, speaking of escaping, Apollo Crews has escaped to SmackDown. I know. He left Ricochet all by himself. Also, Ricochet had a pretty cool Eddie Guerrero moment. Do you remember? He did. He did like Eddie Guerrero, kind of a Fresh Prince kind of faint. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, like that's how you get over in a hurt business. Yeah, because I mean that match has some pretty that pretty crazy stipulation though. So if he had, I know a lot of people were hoping that he would uh, that he would lose, so he'd have to join the hurt business. I would have loved to see him in the hurt business. Yeah, I, w- I would too, and I, I don't think they are completely done with that yet. I know. I was thinking, well, the, technically, the stipulation is if Ricochet wins, they're done with Ricochet. Ah, okay. Ah. Yeah. Uh, they're done with Ricochet. They, and Ricochet uh, ended up staying in on Raw, right? Yeah, he's staying on Raw for, for the time being. He just needs a good feud. He needs something. Well, we got the answer to that. AJ Styles. Ah, perfect. We saw him wrestle on SmackDown before, and those two love putting on good shows. And we got John Morrison. They haven't wrestled each other since Lucha Underground. Yeah, that would be. That's an instant. That's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. Just put those two together and have them go at it. Exactly. Those two haven't worked with each other in a minute. That'd be perfect for those two to go at it. Uh, They're going to compare. So in, <laughs> in Underground, he was Prince Puma, right? Yeah, Prince. he was Prince Puma. I forgot. I think John Morrison was just John Morrison, I think, probably. Yeah, yeah. So, with that, that that match needs to be done, but they get plenty of time. They've got they've got some time to to throw this all together. But it was exciting to see what will come of these matchups. Yeah, exactly. We got so many mixing up the the brand. We're going to see some interesting matches coming up, which I'm interested to see. Um, if you also, can, huh? I was going to say with uh, with all the matchups coming up. The one person who always just seems to they, they kind of seem to stay in the same spot uh, is Natty. Yeah, Natalia's in a good spot. She's like the veteran that have to keep these other women wrestlers in line. Yeah, but she's always. I think she she went over to SmackDown. She was coming off of Raw. Yeah, speaking of Natalia, she I thought she was going to win the Battle Royal, and it turns out it was Lana. <laughs> Lana. Was oh, Lana going to face Oscar? Uh, see, uh, see, Vince, Vince taketh, and then Vince giveth away. So you took Lana took a beating over the past couple. Oh weeks. yeah, and you know what? And you know what Vince did? Vince rewarded her for that beating by giving her a title. Yep, and she's gonna have to face Oscar, which I have a feeling is gonna be another beating. 
Here's the thing, though. I think that Asuka is going to lose that match on some type of technicality because they just signed. They did just sign Eva Marie. I know. I saw that. I heard they may try to give Lana the title, but it kind of kills Asuka. Like, unless you find a good way for her to, like, a stipulation, like you said, or some kind of disqualification for her to lose. But, like, a if a straight-up lose, the Lana won't be realistic to uh. people. No, she no, she won't lose. I don't think she would straight up lose a lot. I think there'll definitely be a whole lot of interference or a whole lot of things that she won't be able to overcome to make it to make it real. I really hope Oscar doesn't lose the belt because she she really like you know she earned that spot. She was reliable during the pandemic and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that Lana is uh, Lana has she's been there long enough to. Where you know at least at least you're going to give her something, you're gonna you're gonna reward her with at least a shot. Yeah, I was like give her the shot, but winning the title, uh, not not at that point yet. No. Yeah. No. Um, also, Charlotte Flair. Ah, who's another Flair. person. That's the yeah, name. I heard. Charlotte. I heard people <laughs> online calling her the Omni Flair. I don't know what that means, but I heard that was the new name. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, she is uh, – I would think if maybe there is a possibility of that match somehow getting interrupted or something happening with that, Charlotte would definitely come into play as the reason. I heard they want to put her in a, in a little group with Andrade, her real-life fiancé. That would make sense. It would make sense. Uh, they do kind of cater to relationships to a degree. So having them together would – well, especially if you're – if you're a flair, if you have that much pull in the company, things are things are going to work differently for you. Like, like she can go up and tell Vince, "Hey, I want to be on Raw," and Vince will be like, "All right, you're on yeah, Raw." Yeah. Where a lot of a lot of people there can't say have no say in. Yeah, because Andrade, like Vince, I read is not a big fan of Andrade, but he's going to have to. Shorter likes him. <laughs> yeah, you can't do anything about it. You can't. Well, that's the thing. You can't risk losing Charlotte after all that you've put into her character and building her up. Yeah, exactly. Especially since you don't have Becky. Yeah, Becky's going to be gone for quite a while. Yeah, so, or if Becky ever comes back. I know, she's going to be on mom duty, so she's got to have a big decision later on. And a booming, and a movie career. And a movie career, too. So she got, like, a, she had to juggle both. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's very tough, and I think that's why WWE, you see them more, they're very committed to uh, to getting more female superstars into the mix because they don't know um, that side of the situation where it's going to go from there. So you got to have people to come up there and fill those spots. Yeah, exactly. And I heard that's a rumor that AJ Lee is trying to get her to come back. I don't know how true that is. Uh, that would be a lot of money on I the know. table. That why? Would... She's going to want more than what you're offering. Yeah, she would, she would want... I mean that's that's the thing. If you don't want to come back, like I'm sure she in the maybe in the back of her mind, she's like, Yeah, I'd do it, but you'd have to make a ridiculous offer for her to get back in. Exactly. There. You have to give her some kind of like a almost like a Brock Lesnar deal. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but it's WWE, anything's possible. Exactly. You never know. It would be good to see AJ Lee back. It'd be good to see CM Punk back even more. Even though he will never come back. <laughs> He's going to- yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and we had uh, this was pretty cool. Uh, we had the title swap between the Street Profits. And I know a straight up uh, title swap. They just handed over to each other without sanitizing each other. Belt is a you know you got to take care of the belts now. 
You know what I would like to see? I would have liked to see a match. And like, regardless of what happens, like, they have a match, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. And at the end of it, you know, like, at the end of the game, you just exchange the title belt. Yeah, exactly. They just have, like, have a good exhibition. Just have them go at it. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe there's, you know, the, as you know, they protect people. So you you want to have your champs go off victorious. So you had New Day go off victorious, and then Street Profits. <laughs> Will be on on uh, on SmackDown on Friday. Oh uh, yes, and half a new day on SmackDown. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm anxious. I'm I'm curious to see how that's going to go. Uh, Big E starting his full time solo career on uh, on yeah, SmackDown after this week because <laughs> he's got the goodbye ceremony. Uh, oh wait, this is oh yeah, this is so. Is this not the so this is they they're calling it the season premiere, but it's not really the season. Yeah. Premiere. Next week's season. They can't really have a season premiere because it's an ongoing, continuous show. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, but they're, for for for, t- for TV purposes, they're going like this is our this is our first one of our our new our new batch of uh, superstars, our new batch of shows. Yeah, yeah. So this is gonna be the last day of the new day fully together. Then Kofi and Xavier Woods go do their thing, and E will go on to do his. Yeah, I'm uh. I'm optimistic, cautiously optimistic about how E is going to go um, in on SmackDown by himself. And I have a feeling he might turn I'm heel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see, is he going to have new music? Is he going to have new gear? Or is he going to stay the same? I uh, know. It's going to be kind of weird because, like, the New Day is Woods and Kofi keeping their gimmick. I don't know if the New Day is going to – if oh, they're yeah, going to keep yeah. the same thing with E. Yeah, it's gonna be a wait and see type deal. Um, I think he has he has a pretty good crowd um, and the WWE universe behind him. And the match last week kind of showed that he can do other things other than throw pancakes and be the be the be the muscle of the new exactly. day. Exactly. So that's Woods' new job. <laughs> yeah, because that's all he did after he's healed up. Workout and quarantine. <laughs> uh, I saw the press slam. He's a very he has, yeah, he has a very nice gym in his house that he loves, and he finally has everything the way that he wants About- it. So he has he has no excuses. Uh, does he have a, like a setup where in the middle of his rest set he plays a video game? <laughs> About to- he 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 has it is very CrossFitty. It, he he has a he has an extreme CrossFit setup uh- in his house. Um, he, he, you know, it is crazy. He does kind of have a, have like a different, um, he he has like, he literally has a dual personality. He has his, he has his workout personality. Then as soon as he steps out of the gym, he's back to video game personality. The gym personality doesn't go to the video games and the video personality doesn't go to. Oh, that's good. That's a good little split he has there. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting dichotomy. Of brain function, but he has made it work to the to a to a pretty good to a pretty yeah. He, got, he put up some good size. I heard he's bigger than his brother. I know, <laughs> I know. I think I think he is. He definitely has yeah, more money definitely. at this point. <laughs> I think he does have more money. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, so he's doing pretty well. I know. But I and he's a seven-time tag team champion. But, uh, he just holds that over people's heads. <laughs> He's the only he's the only person winning in Atlanta. That's right. It. It's just, the Braves it's just lost him. today, so it's there, there, there's that go. Oh, there, 
they're losing very badly, and the Falcons have yep. no coach. That's right. That's what we will step yeah. in. We will be the new coaches. Call us up, Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have a uh, a new um, – Oh, I was gonna say Stephanie did also. Stephanie stepped in and did another great job on uh, on Raw. Uh, doing she the did. She stepped up again. Did you did do the picks and no controversial picks this time? Where you know no separation yet. No. Oh, the uh, the hardest. Uh, I was gonna say if I had to pick one person who now has the hardest uphill climb of this new. Um, New quote unquote season of Raw. He is. He's by himself. He is by himself on. Is it Raw, Raw or SmackDown? Oh, it's Raw. Okay. It's Raw. Yeah, it's Raw. So it's just him by himself uh, doing. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, they got to do a new gimmick for him because he's not like a, a ricochet who's established already. No, no. So that's a very tough spot for Tucker. I hope that that he figures it out and they can make something. Yeah, out of it. and what is it? Uh, also, what happened? Uh, we had uh, Jeff Hardy and Seth Rollins, and who's the other one? Uh, AJ come out for an amazing match as, as well that night. Yes, they, they stole did. the show. They did. <laughs> yeah, they need to, that. That grouping needs to be together more. I, I thought because they they can put on those matches all the time, but it, we just. Don't I know. Get I think it. they did for season premiere Raw. It was a good match, and then we, I thought we were going to get a straight-out winner, but we got the returning Elias coming there and bash Jeff Hardy with the guitar. I was like, shot going over that guitar. Like, you might not yeah. like, you really hate him? <laughs> That's a good announcement to show that you're now part of the Raw roster is to hit somebody. That's right, because nobody does that. That's Elias' thing now. Uh, we're going to take We're going to take this because – Okay, people in WWE, the guitar, there are three people who have hit people in, over the head of, of, with guitars over the course of yes. watching wrestling. So the first person was Hawk right. Man. Then yep. came Jeff Jarrett. And now we got Elias bashing people that's with right. guitars. On the top of our head, that's those, those are the ones we remember. <laughs> yeah. That that is a that is another that is another Vince McMahon WWE staple. Somebody has to have a guitar, and somebody has. No, to I'll, I'll top that. I'll go with WWE and hit him with a violin. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> has there ever been? A, has there ever been a superstar? No, there's been Braun Strowman with a cello, but there's no violin. <laughs> a cello. That's right. He did. I'm not carrying no freaking cello. Those things are huge. That's, that's gonna wear me out. We're carrying that thing. <laughs> I'll do the violin. Oh, who who else? Uh, oh, well, oh, then Creed has the trombone. Yeah, he never reduces that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he stopped using Francesca. Uh, um, no, yeah, no. That that's it for instruments. But yeah, so hopefully we'll get Elias. We'll get more of Elias doing some uh, doing some concerts because that was. I got something for WWE. I could come out there and they're gonna. I go perform against Elias and Woods, and I bring out a didgeridoo, and I come and perform. I'll take them on. I'm like, take this, guys. <laughs> that would be very, very, very loud. Vince will pop three. for that. Vince is like, give this kid a contract. He's a genius. <laughs> Can you imagine I hit somebody in the head with that? I'm like, hold on a second. Let me pick this up. <laughs> I'm like, give me a second. <laughs> You're going to get it now. <laughs> 
Speaking speaking of contracts, we didn't get into the the WWE uh, the freaking uh, NXT had a recruiting. They class. did have a recruiting class with new people coming in. There is one dude who I saw in there who I knew. He wrestled for Duke University. Ah, who is this? I can't I can't remember his name. But he was very, very good at Duke. So he is like a uh, he's like a Kurt Angle slash Shelton Benjamin slash uh, Shorty G. Type oh, person. okay. Because I looked at the class, I was like, "Who are these new people?" Like, you know, I was like, "These yeah. are like random people you picked." Yeah, yeah. I didn't like I what I was looking at. I was like, he was the only person I would say, okay, they they're going to be able to do something with him. Everybody else is going to have a little bit of a I know. Some of these people weren't even wrestlers. I was like, you guys were wrestlers. <laughs> like, who? Uh, they, they, there's, who's, the, who's the dude who plays uh, – who played uh, uh, rugby? Oh, the guy who got, got hurt on NXT? Yes. Yeah. He got hurt. Yeah. I think it was his knee or something got booing out. Yeah, yeah. He's the only person I knew who didn't, uh, who didn't wrestle and they just kind of yeah, found him. Yeah, because he – because he looks like a wrestler, time. he's a big guy. He has a yeah. stiff style, yeah. so like he's already, you know, is he? He like he's easily easily to be teachable. What about the uh, what about the British guy, the dude who showed up and was uh, messing with the dude from under British Peter? guy? Were you the guy, Adam Cole? The dude who, yeah, yeah the guy who beat the up Adam Cole. Guy. Who's that dude? Oh, he did. So that the rugby yeah, guy that was a rugby guy. Did. Yeah, oh, okay. he's the guy. He got hurt. I think he, that's the one who blew out his knee when he tried to catch a guy coming off the top rope, and he fell back, but his left leg wouldn't go back, and he just kind of stood still and kind of whipped his knee back. Ah, uh, so okay. All right. No, the, the other guy I thought Samoan. was Samoan. That was guy from yeah, the uh, underground, the... right? Oh, yes, um, yes. Um, uh, uh, Yabba Dabba Tonga. Oh, oh Dabba Kato. Dabba Kato. His name is uh, something Kato, but everybody called Yabba Dabba Kato. Dabba Dabba Kato. Everybody knows he's going to get drafted. He's a giant. I met him in person yeah, when I went yeah. down to do NXT extra stuff. I was like, God, this guy's freaking huge. <laughs> well, Vince's going to yeah. love this. So, so that was a, yeah, they're, they're going to do some stuff with him. He'll probably start off as like somebody yeah. or something. And he also uh, drafted Lars the SmackDown. Lars is yes, and he, they want they would think about him feuding with um, um Bray Wyatt. And then, so they, I mean, not Bray Wyatt, Brock Lesnar. They're thinking about if he ever comes back, and they were thinking Braun Strowman. But yeah, he's an interesting. Yeah. Dude. He's a he's a monster. I like to call him controversial was- Sullivan, but. <laughs> But what's good about that now that Lars is like the only monster yeah. on SmackDown? He's a legit monster. Like I always said, he's Bigfoot with less hair. <laughs> he is That's close. close. He got that, that, that Neanderthal kind of look where he can just, he is big for no reason. <laughs> but having him, having him on SmackDown, moving Braun to Raw. So on Raw, you also have – Yeah, so those two can finish up their feud. They could go ahead and destroy the entire arena and kill each other. <laughs> well, they do that. Yeah, yeah. That is going to be a hard-hitting, heavy, big-time Oh, match. yeah, or just a fight. Between those two. <laughs> That's just... what I feel like it's going to be. Uh, so, yeah, there's some, there's some 
the, the thing that I, I saw that's crazy about this particular draft and the way that it is, you've got a lot of people who are world title contenders over on oh, yeah. right now. AJ Styles, Hardy, Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, Jeff Fee, Hardy, Randy Orton. Yeah, so you've got you've got people who have been in the world title picture almost their entire career. Oh yeah. Over there. And you got, I don't know who else you could put on that. You got to pick a random guy. It was a random underdog where you just come up off the ranks. Oh, Matt Riddle, who they're going to push. Very very soon. He's not a big Matt Riddle fan. (laughs) Matt Riddle is, Matt Riddle is going to do, he will probably, he will probably feud with Bobby for the, uh, for the U.S. title first because they're both MMA guys and they can put on they can put on a little bit of a different type of match. You know, I don't think he'll beat no. Bobby, but he'll he'll have some good matches yeah, with him. You know, Seth um, doesn't want to work with him after that. Yeah, but that but they're on different shows now, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I think that was their idea. Like, let's separate you guys. <laughs> yeah. So they're they they're they're on different parts of the of the spectrum right now. So but I think I think that Matt definitely like when I watch when I watch Matt he definitely does stuff that you don't see, but um, most wrestlers do because his style is is a little bit more MMA based, and it's just it's a little bit unorthodox from what you're yeah. used to seeing. Like he's like a he's like a spot guy. He's not really much of a story person, but he can hit some. Matt big really, moves. yeah, he got his he got his you know he got his little own little gimmick group group move uh, move set. You know, I just never been a big fan of Matt yeah. Riddle. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. He's he's just one of those he's just one of those guys that you know that Triple yeah, H Tri- loves. He doesn't like because like because like. he 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 reminds him of probably because he reminds I know you don't remember himself. Triple H yelling bro. <laughs> or or he reminds him. Of Man, Sean. Yeah, Sean maybe close. <laughs> yeah. So he's always going to give. Those dudes have been a It's the hair. Because Sean's losing. It's the, it's the hair. <laughs> no offense, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah, so that that that's kind of uh that's kind of they stacked raw. Raw. But they took away show. one guy I want to see fight the Fiend, and that was Alistair Black. He went to SmackDown. Which is actually is it's a little bit better for uh for Alistair Black. Because he was kind of getting lost in the yeah, I was just hoping he'll join the fiend or face him or something. Two gothic yeah. styles. Yeah, yeah, maybe a Royal Rumble. Yeah, have I something. still have to say the fiend has the best entrance in WWE. <laughs> he takes he his time, like he got the Undertaker entrance where he takes his time and does what he wants for a little while. I also like how they remix the did? song. Oh, the uh, the theme, the theme, the theme song, song. Oh, you it's mean from the Five Family song? It's, it's, yeah, like, yeah. It's still. It has a different. Yeah, I like that one. The way they did it, like that. But can you imagine facing the fiend and you just have to wait in the ring as he enters in that entrance? <laughs> that intimidating. The, from a from a standpoint of other sports. The Fiend and the Undertaker, like the Patriots, they can beat you just exactly. The this is like these intimidating entrance. The Patriots right now don't have Tom Brady or Grant, so they, they, you know, they lost their guys. <laughs> yeah, 
but it is a different it is a different atmosphere when you go against exactly like that. and I and yeah I think that was all the people that got drafted so far I think yeah yeah the, so we're we're set up for uh, for a very very interesting Friday Friday night right. smackdown um the well <laughs> we have the well here's here's the here's the thing. So the two big matches of SmackDown are the Roman Reigns versus yes. Braun Strowman match, which we oh, already yeah, know is going to win. We know Roman's going to win. Ro- Ro- Roman's going to win it because you know one, Braun's not not a full time person on SmackDown anymore, and two because he has yeah, and he already already said he got drafted to Raw. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the last round of the New Day fighting Sheamus and. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me Baron oh Corbin's God. on that match. Apparently, Baron Corbin's on SmackDown. It's like it's Sheamus and uh, Cesaro Nakamura teaming up. That's oh, right. Yeah, Sheamus, Sheamus, Nakamura. Yeah, so that is their their final match. Oh, what I am happy about is that we'll never. Oh, also before we get to that, um, you had Shorty G get drafted on Twitter oh, by SmackDown. I love it how they did that to Shorty G. You guys are gonna get drafted on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, he got drafted yeah. on Twitter. And Sheamus got drafted on um, But I definitely... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sheamus did yeah, get drafted They separated those guys again. That's another That's another heavyweight that contender. Over champion there. guy. Oh, it's stacked. They get raw ratings. Yeah. Yeah, they are, they are stacked over there. Oh, okay, but the second... That was the second big match. So the final match for the New Day. So that's what we have to look that's forward right. to. That's right. Let's get other surprises for us. Because even Marie, I heard, might show up. <laughs> Which would have been a better reveal than uh, what's her face? Um, who is the girl who they were they were um, they were doing their their their, oh, their uh, little vignettes uh, for, the for the past month? Vignette? No, 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 uh, no. What is her name? Who? Well, what's her name? Uh, oh, Carmella. Yeah, Carmella. If it had been Eva Marie instead of Carmella, it yeah, would have been Carmella's fantastic. changed her gimmick to another fancy kind of. Uh, what's the kids it's say the, nowadays? The, the kid says boo- the kid says bougies nowadays, right? That's what the kids say. Boo- yeah, that's what the kids say nowadays. It's kind of like that kind of. Character. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah. lingo guys yeah. just yet. I'm not. The kid. <laughs> so that that's where she uh, that's where she ended up uh, ended up staying or ended up being. It was uh, ah it was yes, Carmelo's over there. I wouldn't be surprised if you Marie showed up on SmackDown. Yeah, she she's oh, a, she's a SmackDown person. She is. Yeah, she and hopefully she's. Uh, I mean, she's a star. You use her right, and you yeah, can. She you she can ain't the best her. wrestler, but you know she looks good, and she gave us those those clip baits with yeah. with her wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> and she signed to seven. Oh bucks yeah, production. she is signed to seven bucks. Oh my god! Yeah, she's she's on the roster. Even Marie is on the roster. It pays to be a pretty back. model. It Damn does. it! It does. It does. All right, so we got uh, a yes, question. I have two of these for you today. So, name the greatest match ever for you. Greatest match ever. Come from any greatest match ever. You're... Ever. Oh, that's that. That is my wheelhouse. Now, to me, the greatest match ever, WrestleMania 6, Hulk Hogan That's your number one pick? Warrior. 
That's my number one pick. Out of all the matches I've ever watched, I was the most emotionally involved eight-year-old in the world watching this Ooh, match. That was a good match, too. All the yeah. referee on there. It, was it Nick? It was the – It was the. I think it might I have been Nick. so. Because I, I remember Nick told been. me the story where he tri- – uh, Warrior, I think, fell over or something, and Nick tripped on him and injured his knee. Something like that. Yeah, Hogan really didn't want to lose that match, I, I think. So he went out of his way. I mean, he gave – I think he gave probably one of his best performances of his career because he wanted to show that he was still the top guy even though they were going to pass yeah. the course to Warrior. Um, so he gave it everything he's had, and I thought that was really good. That was more of like a storytelling match in a way that I had never, ever seen it before. You had this guy, the Ultimate Warrior, who had just torn through the WWE, had won the Intercontinental Champion. Then you had Hogan, who was the established guy, represented all the past, the greatest wrestler up at the, up to that point yes. in WWE. And they're going toe-to-toe in the, in the uh, Toronto Sky Dome. 80,000 people going wild, and the crowd was amazing. The match had a lot of back and forth. You didn't know who was going to win until yeah. it was all over. You got that anticipation factor that it's like, oh, hey, who, what's going to happen? You got to have those false finishes in the match. too. Yeah. I've never gotten behind another match like ah. I've gotten behind that. <laughs> that was a good match, too. I was, like, torn between two of my matches always. Because I always – because I always looked what, at this, what, like, it's like, like people say the greatest football game ever was Baltimore Colts versus the New York Giants in 1958. I don't know if that's true. You're the football guy. Is that yeah. true? I, I okay. I've well, you, I thought you, I thought you look at the history or something. <laughs> You're the football guy. <laughs> that's 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 a little bit too far back for me. My history starts in like 1982 okay. of football. Wait, wait, no, I take that back. No, I I watched some 70s stuff. I okay. Watched some 70s because I read online, Baltimore yeah. Colts and New York Giants was the greatest in 1958. Was the greatest. Yeah, I can't go back to the 50s. <laughs> can't do it. And I try to look and say, what could be relevant to wrestling? I was torn between Sean and Brett, and then Randy Savage or Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania. Um, I had to, uh, it's hard. That one was hard. I had to maybe for me, Randy Savage or Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's that. That is a all time classic. Yeah, that was match. a good match. Two great competitors back and forth at it. I don't know what that was. Was that ninety eighty nine? No. Uh, that was WrestleMania three. So that would have been eighty eighty four. I think eighty four. Okay. Eighty. Anyway, this <clears throat> is ninety. Yeah, but eighty nine. No, it would have been eighty eighty seven. Okay. It would have been eighty seven. I look back at my history a little bit. Before I was born, but I still looked at the match. <laughs> and I got another one for you. If you were, if you could put any wrestler in a horror film, who, what horror film would it be, and which wrestler would you pick? Hmm. Ah, oh, let's see, let's see. So I have to pick the yeah. horror film and the wrestler. <laughs> I okay. already got mine. It's gonna. I would go. I would go. Pre- is Predator a horror? It's like film an action sci-fi film? one. I don't really call that. Horror. You you need yeah. horror horror. My one's kind of fun. <laughs> there you go. Okay. 
I would go. I, I like the Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. uh, series. And my star of Nightmare on Elm Street would be Shorty. Uh-huh. Oh, I have to do him like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it would be. Oh, it would. Be, it would be um, Rowan. Rowan. Rowan is a creepy, Rowan doesn't work for WWE dude. anymore. Well, oh, okay, anyways, okay, we go with Rowan. Yeah, yeah I'd use Rowan. Rowan, I, I, I think Rowan, Rowan was genuinely, yeah. genuinely yes. creepy. He's a, a yeah, Would yeah, he's a creepy dude. Killer? He's a creepy dude. Would you put him as the killer? Hmm? Yeah, he'd be, <laughs> he'd be Freddy Krueger. He'd be a giant, creepy, bearded. Yeah, that'd Freddy be terrifying. Krueger. I could see him as Jason too because he's so big. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He would definitely yeah, also he's so freaking huge. <laughs> I got one. I, I would like to do R-Truth in one of my favorite movies, Scream. <laughs> yeah, R-Truth he won't be the killer, be but he'll be, in the, he'll be one of the stars. <laughs> I can do it now when everything goes wrong R-Truth. with him in there. <laughs> R-Truth would survive. He would, found, he would find some way to outsmart the... Uh... I just think about what will happen. He just freak out. He be like, "Oh, this little Jimmy Skullface after my Seven Eleven European Forty Seven uh, uh, European United States Chip Chip Belt." <laughs> I can see that now. I would love to see him in that movie. I I still can't believe he got drafted to Raw too. It's like, why did you even draft him? He's he, the US the twenty. Yeah, no, he was going all the everywhere. shows. He's a ratings guy too. He's freaking hilarious. Yeah. yeah I would love to do a, shma- do a little skit with him. That thing is too funny. <laughs> I have, I will buddy, you remember our friend Lamar? He wa- he doesn't watch yeah. wrestling that much, but he loves R-Truth. That's how entertaining he is. R-Truth is a good dude. I'm glad they I'm glad they have Oh um, yeah, that guy makes the uh, he he makes the 24/7 belt. <laughs> Yes, he does. So, how about you? Got any predictions for uh, for this this coming Friday night and uh, SmackDown? Raw? I mean, SmackDown? New Day wins. Biggie turns heel, and uh, what is it? Roman retains the belt. Vampiro appears, takes him out. No, no, no Vampiro. <laughs> uh, what is it? Um, Barry Corbin's gonna have a match probably. Uh, what is any other matches? Uh, I don't think so. Is that the only matches that's going on that we know about? I think so. Oh. I think this is the only matches oh. that we have. Well, Blake Baruta show up there, challenge The Rock, and they beat him. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the main event there right go. there. Nice. And he goes to WrestleMania for the title. <laughs> Takes on Roman. <laughs> Georgia versus – well, I am Georgia. I'm not UJ, but Georgia versus Georgia. <laughs> I will see that. What about you? Um, I think Jay Uso will cost Roman the match against uh will he against lose the belt? Okay. Oh, he won't lose. It. Oh, it's, it's not it's a title. Non-ti- it's not title. Oh, it's a, of course, title, it's they said yeah, they don't. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. No. Oh no, they said it was for the title. Oh no, no. Well, okay, then he will oh, cause okay, Roman to get the belt. But it says like, did they change this? Stuff? Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. They will cause Roman to get disqualified and have him lose the match or, or something like that. Um, also, New Day goes out and they, they have one final match and they give like a, like a big like salute to the crowd. And they walk away and that's that. And Eva Marie comes back and uh, gets into it with Bailey and Sasha to start some kind of feud. That's That would be great. Thing. I would like to see that one. She needs she's I know most likely she'll be on SmackDown anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right. Well, we want to give a thanks to Anchor FM, who we do this podcast on, who distributes the podcast to all the other podcast uh, servers around the world, iTunes, Spotify, right. and all those other ones. So we edit we edit all our software on here, and that's right. Out Easy to, to use people. and a great network and great people to work with. And also the um, IG page, Bangin' and Clangin' Sports on IG. If that's you right. And also the YouTube it. channel, Clangin' and Bangin'. You can check out our workouts. You can like and subscribe there too, and leave comments. And also on the Instagram page. Yeah. And don't forget Banff Hammer. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh yeah, the good people at Banff Hammer, who just uh, who just oh wow, they're going to OVW. Al Snow's actually a head trainer down there. Yes, he is. Oh. He's the one who found it. He's the one who who found the Banff Hammer and said damn. these things are pretty damn. Cool. And thank you for ba- so, putting me on the post too. Thank you is. for that. Hey, there, <laughs> there you go. There you go. And if you want to, don't forget, if you want a Banff right. Hammer, check it out at www.banffhammer.com. <laughs> yes. For all of your hammers. That 40s, is right. I, I think there might be a 30, but I'm not sure. <laughs> is there a 30? All right. No, not, not yet. But there should one be day they'll make a 30. One That's right. <laughs> he actually 155? made there's one. There's one. There's one, uh, there's one oh, hammer that weighs that. 65 pounds, but he only. No, he only made one. Ah, it's impossible to he use. Must be worthy enough to use that. You got lots to use it. To be. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, all right. So we are good for this episode, and we will be back with you very, very shortly to recap and hopefully some of our predictions come that true. That is right. As Smackdown. always. This is Crossbones with the largest arms in the world. And I am Blake Blake Beretta. <laughs> and we are banging and that's right. And we catch Blank you sports. on the next episode. Goodbye.